This tune, I'd like to send this out to all of you eyes, borderline IE personalities. Follow us on Twitter at 
empath, introvert, mm-hmm. uh, you will know that this show, Inner Thought, was made for that Twitter. Yeah, kind of, it really stemmed off of that. Yeah. So, we uh, haven't talked about this yet. No, we haven't. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, it's great timing. Uh, considering that we are moving into a new a new year, a new cycle. And so it's kind of uh, like going back, seeing what started it all, and then looking forward to what we have what we have coming up. Yeah? Yes. Yes. So much love to our introverts uh, who are tuned in tonight, who have supported pretty much everything that we've done yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to put that out there. Yep. And uh, and if you're listening right now on your computer, you can call in by using the number 646-668-2189. That number again is 646-668-2189. Yep. Yes. And uh, for those of you who are tweeting away right now, make sure you use the hashtag introvertsexplained because we love uh, to see what you all have to say, we've been over here laughing <laughs> for yeah. quite a little while. You so guys are making it a trending topic right now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Yes. So, all right, well, let's get let's get into the book a little bit. Oh, yes. Hey. So you wrote this book. I did write the book. Yes. I wrote Introverts Explained. Mm-hmm. Last year. Last, Last January. Year. Well, actually, I wrote it. Before January, it was, oh, yeah. I released it uh, January 24th, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Um, but I wrote it actually in 2014. Okay. So, so like the time we're in right now, moving into the year. Exactly. I, I wrote it at the end of the year. Right. And it's a really good book. It's uh, pretty long. People always ask me, like, how do you write that book so fast? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm an introvert. Yeah. And it's a topic that's really dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. So, I spent a lot of time, you know, doing that, and I was working on uh, poetry at the time, and I was just inside a lot. Yeah. I was really introverted at the time, so I had a lot of time to focus to, on to it. Focus on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so before we continue, what exactly is an introvert? What does that mean? All right. Uh, I told you, I'm going to read from the book. Okay. Okay, because an introvert... Is a million things. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a big misconception that being an introvert just means somebody who is shy and is in their shell all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. Rule number one is in the book being an introvert has nothing to do with being shy and everything to do with energy. Mm-hmm. Being around too many people is draining to our aura. Okay. It's, it's a personality trait because of that, mm-hmm. but it's also a scientific thing okay. as well. You got to understand. Uh, mainly because our nervous systems grow differently okay. because of this. Um, we have something called a sympathetic nervous system, mm-hmm. you know, pump more dopamine uh, than the normal human being because we have to deal with more stimuli. Like, okay. we literally take on light different. Literally. Our nervous system does. So when we're in a crowd full of people, mm-hmm. we feel all these vibes and all this energy. Mm-hmm. And if it's not something that we're into, if it's too many people, too many different personalities bumping off each other, and 
the sense of frequency, right. that's a lot of different frequencies that we're absorbing. Right. And our nervous system is taking that on and it's draining us, literally. So it's not just somebody who just like a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be around people. I hate people. Yeah. You know, I don't like this. A lot of people get this screwed. Like, what is that? Yeah. Why are you like that? Right. It's, it's a personality trait because of our the way we take on energy. Okay. You know, which gives us a lot of different personality traits that, you know, a lot of people share, even extroverts share some personality traits. But you'll know you're an introvert. Really, if you read the book and you go over each one and go, wow, that's me. Wow, that's me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's me. Or if you follow us on Twitter and every time we tweet, you're tweeting, wow, that's me. Yeah. I didn't even know I was an introvert. Right. A lot of people don't even realize they're introverts until they follow at Impact Introvert on Twitter. Right. So that being said, I mean, do you think that, uh, okay, so just like that a lot of people don't actually know or realize what an introvert is, do you believe that that's kind of because of how society is? Do you feel like society is kind of catered to? Yeah, society is very extroverted. Society is super extroverted. Bunch of, it's ran by extroverts, yeah. actually, you know. Um, yeah, it's extroverted. <laughs> okay. I mean, even from school to work, you can right. tell by when you when you try and get a job, the way they interview you is really extroverted. They ask you, like, straight to the point questions really fast. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand, like, when you're hiring people, you want introverts to work for you. We're the thinkers. We're the people who sit there and think about real ways to get around real subjects and do real things, mm-hmm. right? But we get to the interview, and you're asking us these spur-of-the-moment questions. You're looking at us like, oh, this person sucks at this stuff because we're really nervous. We get yeah. nervous around stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, but, when, but if you hire us, we'll be the best person to ever work for. Yeah. Because of just the way we naturally think. So society, yes, society is extremely, extremely introverted. Okay. I mean, it's extroverted. Extroverted, right. Call? Yeah, it looks like we uh, we have someone on the line who would like to join us. Okay. Hello, caller, are you there? Hello. Good. Um, Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear uh, me? Yeah, we hear you. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, my name is Roy. Okay. And, um, I get, like, a call every week, and I I use my call for this. Okay. Because I'm in the mental. It's kind of hard for us to hear you. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna... in the me- Uh-oh. Yeah, something happened. Oh, it's kind of hard for us to hear you. Um, here, here, the last caller. Um, yes, but yeah. definitely, it's not, I don't know if it was breaking up or what, but yeah. try to give us uh, a call back if you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. So, with the Introvert Explained book, it, was it something that you wrote to kind of, to you know, help people to understand introverts a little bit better, to understand what that is? Do you think people even recognize that there is such thing as introverts, other than people who know that they're introverts. 
I mean, I still think that today there are still people who don't know the introvert is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, been spreading this message for a year now, and there's still people who don't understand it at all. They're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Until they start reading the tweets or reading the book, mm-hmm. they still don't know what it is. Uh, but I wrote the book for me to understand myself, really, mm-hmm. because I really realized that. I a lot of people don't know themselves at all. So I started going day by day, and really most of the stuff in the book was just for my day-to-day experiences and mm-hmm. how I was treating the world. Yeah. And I was just pinpoint. I was very – I switched my introvert observation skills in on myself, right? And by doing this, it allowed me to see the little things that I was doing, mm-hmm. how I would sit in a corner when I was in a restaurant and watch people because I didn't want nobody walking behind me, mm-hmm. because I like observing people, but I don't like to be observed. And I'm thinking about, like, these are little things that everybody does, and I never really realized that until I started putting it out there, and people were like, wow, how does he know that about me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, I didn't. I knew I'm trying to figure myself out right yeah, now, right. you know? So a lot of that stuff was really just me trying to figure myself out, and not so much to spread the light on the on the subject. It just happened to be a, a subject that caught buzz very quickly mm-hmm. because there are a lot of introverts, you know, in this world, and they don't even know they're introverts. Right. Okay. So in the book, right, mm-hmm. you talk a lot about introverts, but you also use another term in mm-hmm. there, empath, yeah. right? Yes. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. A empath is someone who takes on the energy or the aura of the people around them. Mm-hmm. We'll walk in a room. We'll be happy. We'll walk in a room. You could have, like, I walk in a room with you, right? Mm-hmm. And you just came from, you just got fired. I don't know this. And you're not even showing it on your face. You're acting like you're happy. You're like, hey, how you doing? But when I leave the room, I feel sad, like I just got fired. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And I don't even, you know what? We don't even really realize it. We just start acting like that, start treating other people. It's an energy thing. Energy flows from one person to the next. Mm-hmm. The empire is somebody who picks up on this energy really well. Our auras are literally magnetic. They're electromagnetic. And empaths are people whose auras tend to attract certain types of energy to them. You know, like energy attracts itself to, to, to itself. But for an empath, other energies, opposites attract to us a lot. That's people well, who right. need... Souls that need healing attract themselves to us because we are healers. When I take all, when I take your aura and leave, I now have it. You're good. Now I gotta figure out what to do with this thing. Mm-hmm. You might walk off like, ah, it was just a job. You're not even thinking about it after that. Right. But now I'm walking around trying to figure out why you have this thing. Why, why I, I'm going to work and I feel like you know, which can affect me if I get to work. I might get fired that day. Because I'll get to work and I'll have this aura around me. Your aura is what creates your universe. Right. You know? Right. We talk a lot about that in all of our shows. Yeah. We yeah. We certainly do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for any of our callers calling in right now or any of our listeners who are listening on the on the website, the call-in number is 646-668-2189. And if you're calling in right now listening and you want to add what an introvert means to you, what it means to be an introvert to you, just press 1 yes. at any moment. Yes. 
I think uh, for us and even doing this show was definitely a very introverted move because, you know, it used to be something that we did live. And then it was kind of like, <laughs> I don't really want to be in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. And so how can we do this as something that's more, you know, behind? Working hard, not in our face. Yeah, all the time. Questions. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. going online and really having a radio show was, was the best bet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was always supposed to be a radio show. The show was always was originally on WERD radio. Right. Um, in Atlanta, Georgia, which is the first black-owned radio station in North America. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we switched it. And we brought it to Ponder Books and Radio, um, so we didn't have to do it as a live event, right? You know, because yeah. we don't, we're introverts. Yeah, and that's what intro, introverts don't like small crowds of people all in our face. You know, that's really awkward. We're we're kind of awkward people. Yeah, when it comes to that type of stuff, I can talk. I like our show because I can talk to you one on one very well. But if we had a third host, I would never talk. I would listen to you guys talk, and I would never say anything. Yeah. You know, it's just how I am. You no? Know? Yeah. You know, okay, so I one thing that, uh, that I've noticed, well, more so about myself, right, mm-hmm. is that there are moments where I can be very extroverted, right, mm-hmm. you know, very like, ah, oh, you know, lively, whatever, and then moments where I'm just like, okay, everybody leave me alone. Is there a term for that, like for people who are kind of both? All right. Let's clear or is it possible to be both? Let's clear the air on this subject here. Um, everybody is both. Mm-hmm. There is nobody on earth, probably except like Buddha or, <laughs> no, for real, that is 100% introvert. Mm-hmm. There's nobody on earth that's 100% extroverted. You can just be more of one thing than the next. Right, yeah. But everybody on Earth is really just an amnibert. It's called an amnibert, mm-hmm. okay, which means I'm both introverted and I'm extroverted at times, right? It's just like right now what we're doing. We're in this, this conversation is an extroverted right. conversation. We're having a clear-cut conversation with each other, right? That's extroverted. Um, and we are doing things that we're, are interests of us, like I like to – paint. You know, I like to paint. I like sports sometimes. You know, I play basketball every night. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm doing that, I can get extrovert. I'll be right. like, like something that you enjoy. I yeah. enjoy it. Right. Uh, but if I like go to a bar and there's people in there just chatting and they're like, hey, what do you think? I'm like, I don't think anything. I'm not even, I don't even feel like being here. Really. Right. <laughs> it's little cues that will let you know you're more of an introvert than an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of, it can also vary depending on whatever the situation is. Which it's one very are more? Yeah. Okay. Very situation. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, what an extrovert does is they gain energy off of interaction. Right. And an introvert is drained with interaction. Mm. So no matter how many extroverted things we do, we need to recharge after. Right. And that's how you'll know that you're more introverted and that your nervous system is built different. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There was someone uh, on Twitter who actually wrote, they were like, one of my dearest friends is quite extroverted. Who uh, wrote this? Uh, so the, the, Twitter, the Twitter name is, uh, I believe it's at Isla 78? At Isla underscore 78. Yes. 
Hey, Isla. What, what did Isla say? <laughs> I, like what, I like what they said because it was one of my dearest friends is quite extroverted, and I need her to balance me out, which kind of goes with the question that I just asked mm-hmm. because I think as, as introverted people, sometimes we get stuck in that thought of, oh, I just want to be by myself, you know, and there, there are definitely the positives to that, and there are definitely some not so positive to that because when you seclude yourself so mm-hmm. much from the world around you and from other people, that can lead to a lot of other things, you know, like overthinking, depression, and stuff like that. So I think mm-hmm. that it's also good to shed light on on that There as are a well. couple of ways to look at that. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of ways. First of all, every introvert has an extrovert friend. Yes. Every single one. They have because they talk and we listen. So that's usually how that happens. <laughs> we were listening and they were talking. And we became friends. Right. right. Yeah. But with that, with the introvert at least, we only listen so long. Yeah. Then we're like, All right, see you later. You're still our friend. This might not see me for a week. Right. Might not see me for a month. I might just talk to you on the phone every now and then. I still consider you a friend. Mm-hmm. Right? But to be around you every day, 24-7, is not going to happen. Right, of course. No, that's not going to happen. That's one way to think about it. The other way to think about it with the whole seclusion thing, the only way to gain enlightenment in real life, we're talking about it in the sense of a Buddhist, yeah. right, mm-hmm. is seclusion. To learn how to love your solitude. Yes. To learn how to love being alone is the only way to gain a real inner peace and enlightenment. I've experienced it, so I know it's good. So now at this point in my life, I really don't need to be around anybody. I can really be alone most of the time and not have any too many negative thoughts. It feels comfort, mm-hmm. comforting to me. I really feel more uncomfortable being around too many people. I have a lot of experts for, for friends. People know about me around here, these parts. <laughs> And, yeah, <laughs> but I disappear a lot. You don't know that about me, too. Right, You yeah. might see me all summer, and as soon as it gets a little cold, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. You won't see me. And I'm not on vacation. I'm at home. I'm just indoors, you know? And I don't feel anything wrong with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I do every now and then say, oh, man, I want to go talk to somebody or do this and do that. If I have to, I go to work like any regular, decent human being. You know what I'm saying? But that's it. That's enough for me, you know? Right. I'm good on that. That's yeah. Cool. And some people might look at that and be like, oh, gosh, you need friends. You need to do this. You need to do that. I think that is one of the biggest things that that introverts hate when people are like, man, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good. And there's a difference between being lonely and being alone. Right. There's a difference. Yeah. If you're lonely because... You have a emotional imbalance. Mm-hmm. You can't be with by yourself too long without being bored. You can't be by yourself too long without wanting, needing somebody around you. It's an imbalance. Mm-hmm. Any, within anybody. Now, extroverts seek it. They're like, oh, I got to be around people. I need to be around people. I need to be. There's nothing wrong with that for them because it recharges them. Right. It gets their mind straight. When they're alone, they might, you know, go a little, be a little jittery. Because I think that's also an imbalance as well, though, when you think about it. That I mean, I, I definitely understand on one one from one perspective, it's like, okay, 
I like this because I need to recharge. But at the same time, just like you said, being alone, you know, having th- that uh, time for meditation and to just be with yourself mm-hmm. uh, and do that internal reflection, that's also very important. And kind of going back to my question about society and the society that we have, it is very extroverted to the point where people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't I can't uh, ever be by myself. You know, I, I think that also comes from an emotional imbalance as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm all, you know, I wrote the book, okay? <laughs> so I highly subscribe to this thought process of foreshadowing, right? Introverts, we foreshadow. We think ahead. And I can only see that, you know, if the world is to gain some type of world peace, everybody will one day be an introvert. Just the way it is. Everybody will start seeking themselves within more than they seek without. Mm-hmm. And they will realize that a lot of extroverted traits are a form of imbalance. I don't want to say that to... Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, the extra. They're people are like, what? Right. Trying to, like, trying to do some extroverted cutting. <laughs> right? Listen to this. Some extra. Yeah. Like that. You know? But I think that, because I used to be rather extroverted. Right. More than I was introverted. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I experienced things in my life that sat me down. Yeah. Really. Yes. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people, like, well, I know that's what happens with a lot of people. People get traumatized by certain things, by being too extroverted, doing too much at one time, <laughs> yeah. and they, they get sat down. So it, it, what happens is a lot of people get sat down. They have to form this introverted thing as a means to cope with a situation, right? Mm-hmm. And then once they do, they realize, wow, this is how you're really supposed to be. You start listening and learning more. Yeah. And stop talking. All the time. Like you know everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think you have to learn how to do that to get a gain a inner peace and become a better person. Like I said, every extrovert is an introvert, and every introvert is an extrovert. Yeah, I think it's, it's about finding you, that balance. Yeah, but yeah. once you become more calm, you stop seeking things, and then you allow the things that are supposed to be in your life to come to you mm-hmm. and be in your life. Right. You know, we far too often go running after things, Right. I need this. I need it. I need it. I need it. It got to be right now. It got to be right now. Sit down and be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to learn about vibes. You got to learn about frequencies. You got to learn about these things. You got to learn the energy you put out comes back. I think when you learn that, you are you are a lot calmer about life. Yeah. You start seeing the effects. You know, I remember when I was writing this book, I started seeing all kinds of effects of manifestation. I wouldn't leave the house, but people would contact me with all kinds of stuff. That I've been trying to, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't even putting out ads. I wasn't doing anything. People were just contacting me. I was like, wow. And this, that was before I realized what I was doing when it came to the meditation. And, you know, I didn't realize I was putting out energy was coming back. I didn't realize all that. Right. I just wanted to be alone for a second. To yeah, to kind of detox from all of this. To stuff. detox yeah. from everything so I can be who I knew I needed to be right. in order to accomplish Right, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, go to a song real quick, and we will be right back yeah. with Introverse more of our love music. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Introvert sleep. <laughs> hey, 
but it's still nice. Wish I could live twice. And I still might, if these won't heal right. I see a little light, even though it's still night. It feels like a surreal life. But it's still nice. Wish I could live twice. And I still might, if these won't heal right. Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Yes. Welcome back to Episode 7 of Inner Thought Radio. Tonight we are discussing the Introverts Explained book. Yep. Yep. And mm-hmm. we're talking a lot about uh, introverts and empaths, what that means, what those two terms are. What it means to be an introvert, where yes. it all started. Yes. Where our show started. So right now, uh, if you are just now tuning in, if you'd like to call and add to the conversation, you can call us at 646-668-2189. Yes, and make sure to press 1 so that we know you would like to speak with us. Right now, we have on the line our caller, Jay, from Missouri. Jay from Missouri. Yes, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how are you tonight? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I was just listening to you guys, and I just had uh, a couple questions I wanted to ask you. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm overall I'm a, a introvert. Uh, I must say I was an extrovert uh, in like high school, and uh, I'm a freshman mm-hmm. in college now. And, uh, mm-hmm. I just noticed over the years, I guess I turned into an introvert in high school, just experiences and stuff like that. Like I was always like the life of the party and all that. And, like recently, just like the past year, I've been dealing with being an introvert, and I just uh, recently, I just I'm accepting it now. Just a lot of uh, inner peace and things like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. I've been coming, yeah, I've been coming home a lot from break from school and all that. And, uh, I've been dealing with uh, all of my extroverted friends, and uh, <laughs> like uh, I, like it's just like kind of crazy. Like I'm actually staying in tonight because I've been hanging with them for like a week since I've been back and I just need to recharge. Yeah. Like I just find myself <laughs> a lot just sitting at the table on my phone. Everybody's talking. It's it's like, I like hanging around my friends, but sometimes I, I honestly, and I'm just trying to like find ways out of my aura. Cause I have noticed mm-hmm. a lot of my friends, they have like certain issues and problems that I help them with, but I'm always, mm-hmm. you know, just the voice of reason. And yeah. I'm just, like, looking for ways how to protect my aura. 
when going into like situations with my friends and like they really don't know I'm an introvert. They just think like mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more quiet than them. Like it, it's not a problem, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just trying to find how I can like stay myself and dealing with like this extroverted world as you guys was yeah. putting it, which is the perfect way to say it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think one of uh, the main things when it comes to being an introvert, I, I think a lot of us get that. We're like, oh, man, you know, everybody comes to me and they want my words of wisdom and my advice, and then sometimes I just don't feel like giving it, you know? I think yeah. one of the main things that you can do is learn how to um, find a, a balance set certain boundaries for yourself and express that to your your friends, you know, in in a respectable way. Um, I think, you know, definitely being honest with them. There are times, I mean, for me personally, one of the things that I do is, which may not be the best thing, but sometimes there are moments where I might get a phone call and before Mm -hmm. I can answer, I already know the vibe is going to be. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm not going to answer that right now. I might text and be like, hey, you know, I'm busy uh, or I'm doing right. this, what's going on, to, to kind of see what it is, if it's something important, if I need to call them back. Right, yeah. yeah. And another thing, yeah, uh, one more thing, yeah, everybody's just kind of been looking at me like I'm, like, a different person, that I'm, like, more mm-hmm. introverted. And, but I just right. want I, I don't want to just say, you know, I ain't changed or anything like that, but I am different. I just have to accept a lot of yeah. things how I am now. Like, I, I don't know if I have to find new friends or new people to be around. It's just, like, I do feel my energy <laughs> is drained when I do leave. That's why I'm, like, maybe yeah. what uh what he was saying about finding hobbies, like painting and stuff that, that you like, because yeah. I have realized that maybe I am just different now. Yeah. Just trying to protect I, I, my aura, just my energy good, and things like yeah. that. I've been yeah, the, trying the, to focus on. I think the best thing for you to do is doing what you're doing right now. You're being honest with yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah. And until yep. we're honest with ourselves, then we, if you don't stand for anything, you fall for anything, basically. Right. So you have to be honest with yourself and say, I really don't like these type of things. I really don't like that. I don't like this. Because you're not going to stop being drained just right. because you want to make people feel good about your presence. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to always feel this way. So being honest, open and honest with the people around you, you have to tell, like, you you have to actually say to your parents, your friends, hey, this is serious. I'm really an introvert. I get drained yeah. by certain things. Mm-hmm. I like doing different things now. I yeah, because I'm... People growing Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, yep. I think that's a, one of the most difficult things that, you know, people just experience in general as they grow and they learn different things and they kind of separate uh, people uh-huh. kind of always look at it like, man, you know, what, like, what's up with that? And I think what 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 you have said, what I have said, are two very important, two very important things in terms of saying, hey, you know, it's all love. I still love you at the end of the yeah. day. I call you, I talk to you here and there, but there are moments that I need to do this for myself or I want to go and do this. And also, I do think, not necessarily get a whole new group of friends and leave them behind, but... That yeah. is important for for you to attract people or to be around people who are more on the same level. Who, 
Yeah, on the same level. And by doing the things that you that really you, like to do will attract those exactly. people. Exactly, yeah. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, one more question. Uh, what would you guys recommend about, you know, just protecting your aura? Because I have noticed uh, certain times, even if I'm not uh, feeling a certain way, like mm-hmm. my aura is, like, negative or, like, these negative things yeah. that do you I, don't, I wouldn't even. Do you meditate? Uh, one thing I, I really need to, like, I do it and I uh, I look at things on meditation. It's just like I, I don't even give myself time for that. Like, I, it's one thing I, I guess that might help hurt a lot yeah, of people. There's a good saying that it helps. It says you're supposed to meditate for 30 minutes a day, right? Yeah. Unless you're really, really busy, then you meditate for an hour. Okay. Okay? You got that? Yep. Yep. You have to find time to do that mm-hmm. because that calms you down before you go into the situation. It's like a right. a battery recharge. It's like a real good battery recharge. You know, and, yeah, I and might need to do that every day. Deep breathing. Yeah. Deep, you know, if you find a peaceful place, put some headphones in, listen to some, some, some Fegios, they're called, or it, it's a, yeah. a frequency that you can go online and find, right? And they vibrate right. a certain frequency to it. And just deep, breathe really deep. That strengthens right. your aura yeah. before you go into situations. I think one thing, you know, when people hear meditation, you think, okay, I got to go sit in the corner and cross my legs and say, um. That's what I usually do, yeah. yeah. And I find myself <laughs> and thinking and, and I stop. Yeah, and I mean, and that is definitely great, too, you know. All yeah, that is it don't have to be like that. Vibrations. Right, but exactly, you know, there are moments. For me, I take the train. So in my yeah. moments of taking the train, I, you know, I wear glasses all that stuff. So my whole, uh, my moment of meditation, I take my glasses off, right, so that way I can't really, like, see nobody. So if they're looking at me, I don't care anyway because I can't see them looking at me. And then I right. use that time to, uh, sometimes I don't, I've gotten to the point where it's like I don't like listening to music at all. Uh, yeah. With words, there are moments where I don't like listening to music with words. I think that is important in terms of your aura because that can pull your emotions this way or that way. So I, uh-huh. uh, you know, put like the meditation song. Just make your wiser decisions yeah. before you go into it. But right. I, I think that is one thing. You know, um, the the awesome. the type of music you listen to, what you watch on TV. There's a lot of things that you can do to protect your aura when yeah. you're, yep. you know, dealing with people and trying to clear your space, your mental space. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yes. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yes. No thank you for calling in and thank, thank you for, uh, for you know, just showing us the love. We love that. We appreciate that. Uh, yep. That's no right. problem. Thanks. Yes. All right. Well, much love to Jay in Missouri. I think yep. uh, he had some great questions. I love that he brought up the topic of yep. protecting the aura. Now we have a good tweet that, if you're listening, use the hashtag Introverts Explained right now for a retweet. And a, a shout-out on the show. Um, this will actually help Jay, too, also, I think. Uh, at no sound minded on Twitter. That is at no sound minded mm-hmm. tweeted. I'm not antisocial. I just know who I can talk to and who I can't. Yeah. And you got to be real about that yeah. sometimes. You got to say, this person's going to drain me. Yeah. And you don't know who that person is because before they either call you or show you, you'll go, 
Uh, <laughs> right, you gotta take the deep breath. Uh, like I already know what's gonna happen. Just again. Yeah. She's my friend. I gotta show friendship. But, right. Uh, yeah. 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 You know. I think you know what. One thing that kind of bothers me about that whole thing is that it's always, what can I do as an introvert? You know, with my friends who are like this, nobody ever talks about the friends who are like that. Yeah. I think more so than the introverts listening to this, I think the friends of our introverts listeners need to be listening to this because I see that a lot, you know, from from people in their teeth. They're always like, oh, man, you know, someone the other day was like, oh, you need to explain this to my sister. It was one of the tweets, and I'm like, man, you know, it's really, it's disheartening that there's so much that we feel we have to change about ourselves and our personality yeah. to accommodate other people who just, I don't know, we just we need are committed to not We need introverts to understand, listening that it's your nervous system growing into that. Yeah. It, it made a decision on what your life path will be yeah. for you. Yeah. You are not changing that. Right. You're not going to be more extroverted because you're just going to be really drained all the time. Right. You're going to wonder why you're always sick when you're yeah. always depressed, unhappy. always unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Really because you don't like doing a lot of things that your friends, right. quote, unquote, want to do. Right. You know, they want you to go out. They want you to do What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? Nothing. <laughs> Leave me alone. You know? Right. I don't want to do that. Let's find something else to do. I like I like going outside looking at the stars. I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like going to the park and just sitting there, you know, going to the library. Do you want to do that? If you don't, then, I mean, I'm at the point in my life, you know me. Yeah. I don't even play with it no more. I'm just like, nah, you know I'm not doing that. See, I'm good because I wrote the book Introverts Explained. <laughs> so I can always bring that up. Right. You know, I'm always like, you know I wrote the book Introverts Explained, right? Nah, I'm not doing that. Because people will go out of their way. To, to keep forcing you yeah. to be in situations. Right. And you got to sometimes like, man, back up, man. Yeah. You're not a real friend if you don't understand. How I, can I consider you a friend if I'm telling you this, these things? I, I, I wrote the book Introverse Explained. That drains me. I'm telling you I don't want to do that. And if you're trying to force me into it, you're really not respecting my mind right. or anything I've done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. True story. True story. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, can I ask you a question? Okay. Because I wrote the introverts explain for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I've been dying to ask them this question. Okay. As a woman mm-hmm. who is an introvert, do you think there is that it affects you as a woman? I don't know. And you're you're writing the book Women of the Woman of the Womb, correct? Yes. So does that affect anything about the woman? At all, being an introvert, are introverts more, are women more introverted or extroverted? Or I don't know, from looking at you guys, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I, is there anything you can, you can think of? Um, I think, I think for women, we are more prone to be that way anyway because we, uh-huh. you know, we internalize a lot. We are often, uh, you know, very reflective, especially when we talk about this, when we talk about uh, the cycle. Yeah. Back during that show, 
we go through our periods of <laughs> our periods. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we go, we go, we go through our times where we are naturally more, you know, into ourselves, uh, very reflective and internalized and things. Yeah. And so, um, I do, I do think that women are a little bit more naturally prone to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For for me, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a male, so I can't say, well, this is something as an introverted woman that we do because it might be the same yeah. thing for men. I mean, well, go ahead because, you know, obviously a lot of things that extroverts get also. Right. It doesn't mean that extroverts don't do them. I'm just explaining what introverts do. Yeah. So by saying something that women do that men do also doesn't mean women don't do it. It just means both people do it. Yeah. I mean, for 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 us or for me personally, one thing that I've experienced in relation to men, and I don't know if this is just like, kind of being a woman in general, but it does, I guess it kind of plays on the whole introvert thing, is that when when men are always like, oh, hey, you know, oh, what's up? What's up with this? What you doing? What's your name? It's like a, ah, you know, like, leave, like, leave me alone. Yeah. I think it's, it, for me, at least, it's more amplified with that than it is uh, with you know, just people in general. I think that's one of the biggest thing that biggest things that yeah. I have to deal with. Yeah. You know? Of that yeah. That constant Yeah. 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 And one and like I said, one that is because it's like as a woman we get that all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, that unwanted attention. But then so that as being an in, being an yeah. introvert as well is more it's even more so like, okay, that's a lot going on. You know? Yeah. That is actually in the book. Honestly, about um, you know, beautiful people. Yeah, it's who are introverted. We attract, and I'm not saying, not trying to down myself, but I look kind of good too. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. But we attract people to it. If I like, when I feel good, I go get some new clothes, get a shape up. You know, I'm doing it to feel good, and I walk outside like, oh yeah, I'm about to kill the world, <laughs> and realize that this is now bringing more attention to me. Then I realize. Yeah. And even though that's what I want sometimes, you know, I want people to walk home like, yo, that's what's up, who are you? Mm-hmm. But when they do it, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I forgot. I don't like it. <laughs> right. I go on the train sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. sitting on the train, and people will get on the train, and they'll sit down to look at me, and they're like, oh, okay, they give me that look, and I'm like, oh. And I've been looking down. But I've been like that for a long time. Like back in the day, I was in high school. Girls yeah. would try to talk to me. You know, I moved a lot. We moved a lot when I was a kid. So we would go to, like, I'll be the new kid in the school. And anybody listening knows, the new kid in the school yeah, is the target. Yeah, target. Yeah. So I would go in there, you know, and you at the same time, you want to be popular. You want people to, like, you actually are at home thinking, like, oh, man, new school, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, right? And then you get there as an introvert, you clam up. Yeah. And if you're not a bad-looking person, that is, people are going to attack you at this point. And be like, who are you? What do you do? Yeah. What do you like to do? Yeah. What do you like to do? Well, I chill after this. You want to go to the lunchroom? You want to go to this? And in that first day, it's just like this big torture chamber of you talking to people, people coming at you, right? And that's how I've always been, really. You know, I'm getting, I think, like, things like this show, you know, uh, doing different appearances, my poetry, you know, the poetry you do as well, mm-hmm. are, is helping me to be more extroverted. Yeah. You know, 
having that boldness. Yeah, I think that's important as well. It's very important. So that's what I was thinking about, about balance. Mm-hmm. I think having a little bit, definitely having a little bit of hope is important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, but yes, as far as being a woman, that's pretty much included for me. That whole, the attention the part. Thing. Yeah. 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 Get, on, get that unwanted attention. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody listening wants to call in, um, call 646-668-2189. That number again is 646-668-2189. And make sure to press 1 to let us know you would like to speak with us. Yeah, because we love hearing from y'all. Love your questions and all of that. It helps it us. It does. It helps us, too. Helps us figure it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to a song and then uh, we'll be right back. This is actually one of like my favorite expert songs. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, here we go. I guess for now you've got the last laugh. I'm sorry if I seem uninterested, or I'm not listening, or I'm indifferent. Bow the head. 
All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and the Fall Back Up. Yes. Welcome back to Episode 7 of Inner Thought Radio. Yep. Our last episode of the year. Yes. For 2015. Yes. Almost over. Know anything about the numbers, like the fall, that kind of stuff? Number 7, the number of completions. How many days are left in the year? You know? Uh, Two. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It is two. Wow. Right. It's your own idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But tonight... Happy New Year's to everybody who's listening. We're not there yet. But they might be listening to this in two days because you can go to ponderbooksandradio.com and pull up our archive oh, yeah. and listen to it all week. So this will be the episode that will be playing all week long. Yes. So... There you go. Listen to our show on New Year's Eve. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know, even with that, well, that's funny, New Year's Eve and then that song, because there was something that I wanted to say about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just as we move forward in, in a new cycle, it's starting. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's really dope that this is our seventh show, considering the fact that uh, Introverts Explained is really what launched all of, all of this, what, yeah. what brought this show uh, about and what gave us the platform to do that. So um, just seeing how everything kind of comes full circle. That's pretty cool. Um, but then also, I think that song is really funny. Like I said, that song is like, I love that song. Someone on Twitter was just like, who was who that? Uh, underscore French. She was like, that's my jam. I'm like, yeah, mine too. But, <laughs> and then uh, there was someone else, right, mm-hmm. who was saying something about a New Year's Eve party. Uh, and uh, who is that? That that bro chick. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. Where was it? At that bro chick. Okay. Where is it? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go with that. I think that, that bro, bro chick. Chick. With D A T B R E A U X chick X. Yes. Okay, I hope I didn't mess that all up. But they were like uh wanting to go to a New Year's Eve party but not asking a friend to go with me because I can never be sure how long I'll stay, right? Yeah. So I just thought that that was funny, especially with that song, because as this year was coming up, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to go to a New Year's Eve party. And I was thinking back, not to last year, but the year before that, and uh, I went with a friend of mine who I, I love her, love her to death, but we went with her and a group of her friends to another set of friends out. Uh-huh. And while I was there, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to, you know, I want to be with, like, my friends and people that I really enjoy, that I'm comfortable yeah, around. Kidnapped. Yeah, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't driving. I was driving with them. Oh, no. And, you know, I was a designated driver and everything. You were driving. Well, no, they drove there, but, you know, at the end of the night, it was New Year's, so they were all drinking whatever. That's not really my thing. Yeah. So I was a designated driver. So, one, I'm here at this New Year's Eve party with a bunch of friends of my friends that I don't really know, and then everybody's drinking, and they're kind of drunk and playing beer pong and stuff. So I'm really like, okay, this is totally out of my element. So with, I, thought, I just thought that was funny, but going to this next year, I'm like, I don't want to do a New Year's Eve party this year because that's not uh, 
Not, not my vibe. No, not at all. What about the uh, the crowd when you go out to, like, have you ever went out to the event where they drop the ball? or? The I have. It's not fun to me. No? No. You know what? Well, okay. I grew up in Boston. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and traveling and going to see balls drop and all that stuff in New York, whatever. Yeah. And one, because it was always super cold. Yeah. Snowing. <laughs> so that was one thing right there that was kind of like, yeah, I'm not into that. Uh-huh. But then also it's like we're all standing around outside and there's a huge group of people. And I don't know, it just never really excited me. I, I For me, I like when I was younger and me and my parents would watch it on TV. And we'd, you know, in the house and have my sparkling cider and stuff. I'm not, I, I don't like crowds, you know. I Red Book. 
you think in the red book, what is that going to be about? Mm-hmm. about? Yellow pages or something? Introverts? No. He wrote a book that he didn't release during his lifetime. It was just now released because only now could it be considered something real. Mm-hmm. The book he wrote was of his dreams. Every night he went to sleep, he mastered the art of conscious dreaming. And he would wake up every day and he would write down the visions he had in his dreams. And then as a scientist, he would bring in other people during studies and have them dream and then test their dreams on top of his to see if there was a world on the other side mm-hmm. of dreaming. And we talked about this recently, yeah. um, you know, astral projection and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. He proved that a lot of people experienced the exact same thing, you know, when they were under the same conditions. They experienced the same type of dreams. They shared a lot of dreams with people and stuff like that. He made a book about it. Very interesting stuff. So I just wanted to mention that. People could look it up. It's called The Red Book, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but he broke being an introvert down into eight types. There are eight types of introverts, mm-hmm. okay? Do you know what those are? I mean, I see the letters all the time. I you yeah. know I don't get too deep into it. Yeah. You, if you go on Twitter or Instagram or yeah. other places, you might see somebody post like INFJ, right? Or INFP, INISFP, and you're like, what is that? Oh, they're just deep, or they're just introspective, you know? Because a lot of people really find out about themselves and don't really even know about the other types. Right. Yeah. The majority of people don't know what it is at all. They just think, oh, this cheap person is in the crystals, and they meditate. Mm -hmm. So that's what what that means. That's not what that means. It is a type of introvert, right? There are four four sensing types and four intuitive types. Okay. Right? All right, I'm going to go through them one time for everybody who's listening. INFP means introversion, intuition, Feeling and judging. No, proceeding. Oh. INFP. INFJ, I'm sorry. Okay. Let me go from the top. INFJ is introversion, intuition, feeling, and judging. Mm -hmm. Personality types are counselor types. They counsel people, right? Well, I'm sorry. Okay, so before we go into this, right? Yeah. I think that, well, first I want to say that describing these types is not so much about putting people in boxes, Mm -hmm. but I think that this is great, especially in terms of as people are learning, uh, like the young man said about going through college, I think that's a great thing for learning what fits you, what field to get into and things like that. That is where these different types kind of come into play. So I just wanted to put that out there so that people don't think, oh, my goodness, you know, poor thing, just just think about it. box me in or something. Yeah, these these are really good at pinpointing the areas of expertise that Mm -hmm. you are in. Uh, in life right. and finding the type of friends and mm-hmm. things of like that nature. That's why it's important to know these because right. this is who you really are. Yeah. You know, it doesn't put you in a box, but it helps you to mold yourself into right. a better individual by right. knowing people. Yeah. Right. So INFP is a form of intro um is a form of introvert, right? Which is a counselor type. These are the people who INFJ. I'm sorry, why do I keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the counselor type? You know, people come to us, they ask us a lot of stuff, 
you know, uh, the, the young man who called earlier mm-hmm. can be one of these types of I-N-F-J, feeling, judging, you know, mm-hmm. before things happen. Um, I-N-T-J is introversion, intuition, thinking, and judging. Mm-hmm. So instead of feeling, it's thinking, right? right? It's, it's an inspector type, somebody who's, who thinks deep into right. things. Right, who lives at something, analyzes it. Analyzes it, goes in about right. the analyzation right. of things. Whereas the first one is more like, you know, based just how it says, on feeling, yeah. on certain things, emotions, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, INTP is introversion, intuition, thinking, and perceiving. This is a personality type of an architect, mm-hmm. an architect, a builder. You know, we perceive, we think, and then we build off of the things that we see. Right. You know, we're, we're not, they're not really judgmental about it. It just knows that the things that we perceive are needed to grow. Right. Right? Then you have INFP, which is introversion, intuition, feeling, and perceiving. This personality type is a healer. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's a healer. It uses the art of observation to help other people. Right. To get them right where they need to be. Then you have ISTJ, which is introversion, sensing, and these are the difference. The first four, INFJ, INTJ, INTP, and INFP were sensory, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's right? Yeah, those are the sensing. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The sensing. No, I think that's the intuitive. I'm sorry. The first four were the intuitive types. The next four are the sensory types, okay? okay? Get it right. ISTJ is introversion, sensing, thinking, and judging. These types are masterminds. It is an art form to what we do. Mm-hmm. Observing, being super observant is something that can help you be the best at what you do. Right. And ISTJ are, do that. That's what right. they do. They're masterminds. Kind of sense the environment around them. Yes. Come like out with a good, really good claim. Right. ISTP is introversion, sensing, thinking, and perceiving. These types are the operators who take this information and use it to do the things to that make the, to make it happen. The right. mastermind comes up with it. ISTP makes it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have ISFJ. This is introversion, sensing. Feeling and judging. These types are protectors, right? Take what we know, information we foreshadow. We say, no, we're not doing that. No, you you shouldn't do this. That's bad for you. I'm just giving you advice. You ain't got to take it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a foreshadowing type of individual, right? Then you have ISFP, which is introversion, sensing, feeling, and perceiving. These types are composers. These are your musicians. These are the type of people who are in the studio till 5 o'clock in the morning and, and painting till 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because it's a lot of feeling and perceiving, detail-oriented yeah. individuals. So you have those eight types. Uh, if you fit into any of those categories, you are an introvert. <laughs> Just like that. You like that? No. Yeah. I remember, you know what? I do 
I remember being in high school and taking, like, my psychology classes. And even when we, uh, you know, I think junior year, when we started to do our, uh, you know, our, like, our college planning and all of that stuff. Yeah. I remember one of our teachers, it wasn't even in my psych class, but one of our teachers had us do these tests uh, because they were like, hey, you know, they were, they were, I think they were very much, uh, introverted. It was actually my calculus teacher, which was interesting. I'm like, in calculus, we're taking psychology tests. But he was a very introverted person who was kind of big on, you know, on all of these super intuitive things, a little bit into that spiritual hobby stuff. Um, and I remember having to take these tests. I can't remember which one mine came out to be, but I, I, I see myself in quite a few of those. So I definitely think it's possible, you know, like I said, it's not so much a thing that boxes you in, but it, it's, I think that's kind of what being an introvert is all about, being able to look deep within inside of yourself to figure out who you are, what you want out of life, to kind yeah. of have, figure out how you perceive the world and what that means yeah. for you. It's more, it's more thinking before we do action. Yeah. You know, so we don't make the wrong action. Yeah, yeah. Or so we don't end up really draining yeah. because of the actions that we make, mm-hmm. you know, awkward, we don't like awkward situations. Yeah, and I like, uh, you know, what Jay said, I see that that is kind of a trend for a lot of people. He's like, you know, back in high school, I used to be really introverted, or when I was younger, I used to be really, in- I mean, uh, extroverted, yeah. I used to be really extroverted, and then as I got older, I think that is something, and you said that in the beginning, like things happen in life that kind of fit you down, and I, and I definitely think that that's kind of a... Uh, that's kind of the journey that we take because naturally as you get older, you're going to do that, or yeah, at least you should, or most people do, you know, take that time to to look at life in the bigger picture, you know, and look at themselves and how they relate to everyone else. I think when you're younger, it's a lot easier to kind of follow what everybody else is doing want to be all like, oh, hey, look at me, let's do this, whatever. I think yeah. it's, more, it's more of a popular thing. When you're younger. Yeah, when you're younger, trying to fit in, you yeah. don't know what else to do. Right. But you're still, there's still introverted uh, younger people. Yeah. Just don't know. It's an extroverted world out yeah. here. And when you're younger, you, you know, you feel like making friends is like a really important thing. Right. You know, and when you get older, you stop caring about yeah. friends. Yeah, which it is. I mean, I think that's kind of how it's supposed to go because if you're yeah, young, you have to get. Yeah, because then that allows you to figure, you know, to become who you are, to develop. Yeah. Yourself, I think that's the only way you really do that is by being around other people and seeing what works, what doesn't work, what yeah. dynamics, you know, are good, not so good. Yeah. And then as you get older, it's like, okay, then you, you take... away. Yeah, then you're like, okay, now I'm, it's like building, I don't know, getting all your material, and then now you've got your, uh, your tools and you make your sculpture. You sculpt out the parts that you want. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just came up with that. It's a good metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> we think a lot. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So we're gonna go to uh one more song. Okay. And then we will we'll be back. We'll be back.
Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Yes. Welcome back to Episode 7 of Inner Thought Radio. Tonight we are discussing Introverse Explained. Yeah, this is our last show of the year for yes. 2015. Yeah. Had a great year. Uh, really appreciate all the introverts who supported uh, Introverts Explained, the book. Uh, at Empath Introvert on Twitter this entire year. This yes. is the year of the introvert. Yes. Introspection. So year I think this year has, that's I think that's just been the, the theme Yeah. 2015. A lot of introspection. Yes. Yes, yes definitely. Yes. So um, we do have a caller on the line, Ari, who is uh from Georgia, one of our own neighbors. Hey, Ari, are you on the line? Hi. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Hi. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Well. I'm good. Doing well. Well, yeah. I actually, I just wanted to share my story about how I realized that I was actually an introvert. Um, mm-hmm. And it's happened recently. And it it was actually a lot like you guys were just saying. Um, it, it, I started off more extroverted, and then as I as I got older, I realized that I was introverted. Um, when I was mm-hmm. in when I was in high school, I actually was more a, a little introverted, and then I, I grew out of it. And um, recently, I kind of got back into it because I was living the extroverted life very hard and um yeah there did a lot of things that were out of my character and I yeah. didn't like where I was. So I was like, you know, I feel like I just need to step away from the world and <laughs> kind of think like do some soul searching and figure out what's going on with me. So ever since then this was um I think last August when I when all this happened, and ever since then, I've been really introverted, and it's it, it's affecting every everything around me really, um, mm-hmm. because my I have two roommates, and they're really extroverted, and they they go out a lot, and they always want me to go, and I feel bad when I don't want to go, and then when I do go, I'm miserable. Yeah. So I'm going through a lot of transitioning, and mm-hmm. um, trying to I'm kind of worried about them not understanding and yeah. um yes, you know, kind of feeling like I don't wanna be their friend or you're just taking it personal and just like you know, the the caller the last caller, the 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 guy in college from Missouri. Um I I'm I'm going through what he's going through. The I'm changing and my friends are they're either gonna to have to accept it or, you know, fall fall back I guess. You know, it's it's a part of Growing up and or grow, yeah. growing as a person, sometimes you grow out of people, and I don't want it to happen, but I I feel like it's yeah. something that you have to accept as a part of growing up and changing. But um, yeah. yeah, it I guess it's kind of weird <laughs> just coming going from being extremely extroverted to mm-hmm. being a lot more introverted. And and it's it's I do feel like drained when I go out with them or 
it, even just not even out to to a bar or a club. Like I could just go out, go out to eat, go out to eat, or go to the yeah. mall with them or something. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get to that point where your mind instantly connects them with the things that drain you. Yeah. When you're around people who drain you a lot in different situations, even in situations where you're not being drained. Mm-hmm. You feel drained. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, this person is now a drink. Yeah. Now, more so than the situation is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I definitely, you know, like you said, that, that transition period is very interesting uh, for both sides, you know, especially because it's like when you've been one way for so long and your friends are always like, you know, or you're always out with your friends and stuff like that, they're used to you being a certain way. So when there's that, like, sudden change, I think part of it is a, you know, maybe part of it is, like, a worried about you, like, oh, man, you know, what's going on with them? Are they okay? Like, are they depressed? Are they, you know, sad about something? I, I definitely think that part of it is a, a little bit of a worry. Um, yeah. Because, it is, you know, usually it happens very suddenly where you're just like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that that is one way to kind of help you look at it in terms in terms of them. Um, one thing that I wish that I had said when Jay was on the phone is uh, suggesting for you to suggest something, you know, that you like and that you could possibly uh, invite them to do so that, so that they are kind of more in tune with some of the things that you like and it's not always them dragging you to do something that they want to do. You know what I mean? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of times that um, when we do suggest things, we start realizing that we're not the only introvert in there. Mhm. And people who are just coming into their introvert out of, out of their extrovert into being an introvert still have this list of things that we've been doing our whole life. So we don't really know what else to do. Yeah. We don't know what else. we just kind of programmed into thinking, okay, it's Friday night. We go out now. Yeah. It's Saturday night. We go out now. Right. It's Sunday. We mm-hmm. go to church. We come home. We, it's like this program that we keep running week 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 to week, and it drains us. We don't know why because we just been told that our whole life is what we do, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But then you start finding new things to do. Like yeah. I often, I just go sit in a coffee shop. I won't even drink mm-hmm. coffee. I just sit in there, you know, catch a vibe, <laughs> you know. And I start realizing doing things like that that are different to people, then I started, you know, actually attracting people in my life that were into those things, mm-hmm. that didn't want to go out. And, you know, I have a lot more conversations like this one where it's like, oh, I'm not alone yeah. with, with, in thinking mm-hmm. this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think I think that is definitely what, what you said. You know, for you, finding new things that you like to do, which it kind of seems like you have, but then also... What you you know, Chris, when you started off saying that uh, a lot of times we just don't know, we don't think of other things to do. So for our friends who are kind of caught up in that conditioning or that thought process of, hey, let's go out, let's go party, let's do this, you know, it takes the introverted friend. I think a lot of times, not so much that we have a, a fear, I don't know what it is, but we I guess because we aren't super extroverted, we don't like to push ourselves on other people. Yeah. We kind of fall back, but I think that it is good for us to learn how to say, hey, you know, let's go try this. Hey, y'all, like, let's go to the park today. 
let's go hike. Yeah. Let's do something. And, and then you'll, you'll know at that point if they are actually yeah. people to be around. Right. Because once they start turning that stuff down, you'll say, oh, okay. Right. And sometimes they might really surprise you. And you're like, like yeah. oh, okay, yeah, let's Different. try that. People like adventures. Yeah. They want adventures. Yeah. They start adventure with yeah. like adventures. We don't want the same humdrum stuff. Yeah. You know? So I, I think, you know, that is definitely something that, that you could try. And Jay, if you're still listening, uh, <laughs> that goes for you too. You know, try to suggest some of your things to kind of bring them into you. You know, you know they'll take it or they might not, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Do y'all think that it affects how how your relationship is too? Um, like, the introverted people do better with? an introverted significant other or um <laughs> <laughs> like can can I it, can it, can it work out with yeah yeah I, I i do and i didn't want to down extroverts when it comes to relationships or things like that but there is a thing called um companionable silence that introverts share when they date each other it's the art of two people being able to be around each other in silence and being okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that's not something you can find with an extroverted person. And doing research on that, I found there are a lot of things that two, when two introverts are together, it just works out better for us because even though we often date extroverts, because extroverts will walk up to you and say, hey, what's your name? <laughs> what's your number? <laughs> when are we going out? Yeah. Right? <laughs> So mm-hmm. we often end up dating people who, over time, drain us because they never come back down to our level of who yeah. we are, right? So when mm-hmm. an introvert is looking for relationships we love, we have to kind of get over a fear sometimes and go get the people we want. Mm-hmm. Because especially if they're introverts like ourselves, we'll just look at each other forever and won't say anything, you know? But once you find mm-hmm. an introvert or somebody who is in your life like that, that does share that, you know, that whole thought process of opposites attract is true, but they don't last. Mm-hmm. Opposites attract, but they don't last. People who who share things that they love to do last because you always have something to do together. And it's, a, it's really about being together at the end of the day. So I, I do, in the book, all through the book, I do suggest that people who are introverts, they introverts, and who are extroverts, they extroverts. I don't want to be a separatist. Yeah. But. I mean, I think, you know, with that, just like you said, it's not about being a separatist, but at some point in that dynamic when you have people who, whether it's introversion or uh, extroversion or, you know, I have this faith, you have this faith, Mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever it is, when it comes to, relationships, obviously you're not going to be the exact same person. You're not going to like everything that the other person likes, but there are certain foundation pieces that uh, do have to be in alignment with what you want as a person and what they want as a person, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So uh, in terms of introverts being with introverts, extroverts being with extroverts, I think that if you are an introverted person and you're dating an extroverted person, if you are able to have a common ground somewhere, that that is great if you are able to do that. You know, if 
there are moments where you can do certain things and they do certain things and you make it work, that is great. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I don't know, I guess for me personally, I've, I've experienced both. Being with a person who was super extroverted and all ways out and wanted to go party, and I was like, oh, that's not, <laughs> you know, what I want to do. And we both were looking at each other crazy. And they're like, what do you mean you don't want to go out? And I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to stay with me and just do whatever? So it, for me, it made things a little bit more uh, more difficult. Um, but like I said, if, if, if you can, if you have two people who are willing to meet, you know, at a common place, then by all means, that is a beautiful thing. But, you know... Yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, we need to multiply the introverts, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Introverts, stay introverts. <laughs> there can be more introverts in the world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ari, for your input, for your questions. We definitely appreciate that. All right, mm-hmm. thank you. No problem. All right, you have a great night. Oh, man. That was a great question. Actually. That was very good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. It's true. So introverts listening, um, do realize that, you know, it is good to date other introverts. Even though sometimes you feel like when we're being quiet, we need somebody to fill that silence, you will only feel like that for a certain period of time. Remember that mm-hmm. before you are drained as well. You know, uh, should we read a couple of these great tweets? Yes, I have. Good tweets okay, I have a few. If you're hold up, you're listening. Yes. Use hashtag introverts explain. Go to Twitter and use the hashtag introverts explain, and we will retweet you and we'll read your tweets on this show right now. Yes. Mm. Okay. What What do you got? What okay, you got? hold on. I got a, There were a couple, right? Mm-hmm. That I really, really liked. One of them, yeah, let me find it. Okay. And thanks, everybody, for making hashtag introverts explain a trending topic. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was someone there. Oh, okay. I know I said uh, one of hers earlier, but uh-huh. I really I, I like this girl. I like her. Okay, Isla underscore 78, right? Isla underscore 78. Yes. So one that she said, she said, uh, I am a Christian, but church can be a bit overwhelming Ooh, for yes. me. Okay. I thought that one was, like, dead on, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you all listen, for most of you, you listen to our shows every week. And uh-huh. so uh, I... From from my background, yeah. okay, and things that I grew up with, grandmother, Christian, both my grandmothers, uh-huh. grandfather was Muslim. I got a lot of influence in different things, okay. right? So That's I don't necessarily, good. you know, claim a specific religion, but uh-huh. I do enjoy going to church. You know, I know there are times where that is needed uh-huh. for me during yeah. periods of my life, right? Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I went home to visit my family, and we went to church. And it was great. It was great service. Touched me. Got a few messages. Yeah. But for me, like when you know, when it's like come up to the front, or when they're all like, you know, everybody raise their hands. Oh, it's like, oh no, oh, I, I don't want you know. Like I feel like don't look at me. This, yeah. For me, you know, or when it comes, look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Yeah. Or husband. <laughs> right. 
for me, that was always, it was like. Tell me your middle name. I, when it <laughs> comes to intimate things, <laughs> tell me your middle name. When it comes to intimate things, and I, and I believe that your relationship, you know, with, with God or whatever you, however you choose to address that higher power, yeah. that is a very intimate thing, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, being in church, I'm like, you know, I'm there, but I like, I am more of a person, I like to do those things, you know, at home. I like to yeah. do those things with my family. And like I said, there are times where I definitely feel, okay, I need to go and I, there's something that is calling me to do this or come to this place. Mm-hmm. But in that, I'm like, I don't want to talk to everybody. I don't want to tell my neighbor this. I don't know my neighbor. You know, it's awkward. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to disrespect, you know. You don't want to stand up and people looking at you like, I standing up. Or, you know what, when they do, when they do like, the, uh, are you a visitor? And then they like, call your name. I never feel those out. And then somebody looks at you like, I know you visit. And I'm like, no. Yeah, or, or it's like pointing at you like, she's visiting. I'm like, man, why are you doing that? Because now they're going to put my whole name out there. They're going to get my address and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was, that one was pretty funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling you on that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we still have to be out there. Mm. Somebody else just posted that, that moment at church when your pastor tells you to greet other pe- members, but you don't <laughs> get people. You. <laughs> <laughs> that that's at sneaker nineteen eighty four. Yes. Uh, that one. That was definitely right a good now. one. Um, there's one. Okay, there's one that I really like on a you know, on a different note. And this is at B Chapo. They said I realized at B E E Chapo. Yes. Okay. Uh, they said I realized some people need external love in order to cultivate self love. So I accept everyone, introverts explain, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that one was really, was perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of describes uh, the process that, you know, that we talked about, that Ari kind of said, that uh, Jay said, uh, whether we explicitly say that or not, right? Mm-hmm. And going back to a point that I made earlier when it comes to extroverted people, and, you know, at some point, We've all kind of been there, especially us, well, for some of us introverts who were super extroverted at one point. Mm-hmm. I think that also, how I said about the emotional imbalances thing, that uh, a lot of times we go out and we search for these things to make us feel good. We want to have people around us to make us feel good, to make us feel better. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that, that she said that because it's not so much a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing at all. Because I think it uh it takes going through that process to get to this process of saying you know what I need to be able to cultivate these feelings for myself. So uh, I think that was a really good one, a great point that that she made there with that. Yep. Yeah. On a, on a lighter note, mm-hmm. I like this one because it's just so true. There are mm-hmm. a couple I see that I really like, and this one is from at Fun Fetty Pancake. <laughs> I like that. How did I say that right? <laughs> Yeah. Fun Fetty Pancake. Follow mm-hmm. her at Fun Fetty Pancake. She said, I need my bed full of pillows. I don't know why. <laughs> that is so true. I'm like that. I got like 10 pillows. Pillows <laughs> are everything. Pillow. 
pillows or everything. You're going to buy me anything. Buy me pillows. Yeah. I love pillows. Introverts mm-hmm. love pillows because we know that we're going to spend time in those pillows. <laughs> and that you know? comfort. And that comfort. Yeah. It makes everything so much comfort. Pillows yeah. and, like, thick sheets. Yes. You know, we love that. Uh, here's a good one. And this is kind of for the people who are thinking about going out for New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. This one is from, let me see, how do I say this? From at ECFNJ, mm-hmm. that is at ECFNJ, I am more comfortable in front of a huge crowd than I am in front of a few people. Mm-hmm. That is so true. You know, when you're in front of a, when introverts are in front of like a really big crowd, we feel kind of separated separated from yeah. them. You know, not, they're not talking to us. They're not in our face. But when the crowd gets really small and they're able to turn to you and talk to you mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, my God, now i got to deal with this, it's kind of awkward. So when you're going out for New Year's Eve, you know, and to see the ball drop, those are big crowds, mm-hmm. you know. And so especially with family, it's not too awkward. But if it's like a small bar and you're going to listen to a thing and, it's still a pretty decent crowd, and now everybody is, like, right in your face. That is awkward stuff, mm-hmm. you know, honestly. And that was at ECFNJ. Go follow. Go follow. Yes. Oh, man. See any good ones? If you're listening, use the hashtag right now, at Explain for a retweet and a shout-out on our show. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at some of these because some of them are really funny. Y'all are funny, man. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. There was there was one more mm-hmm. that I really like. I gotta find it. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, if anybody's listening on PonderBooksAndRadio.com, um, call in at six four six 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 eight two one eight nine. That number again is 646-668-2189. And if you are already calling in right now, press 1 if you would like to talk. Again, if you're calling in right now and you're listening on your phone, press the number 1, and it will let us know that you want to chime in and say something uh, while you, we're on air. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. see me? Um, okay. There is, huh, at? Freak T.E. Sam. I don't know. I think I, Okay, that's how I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. Uh, at uh-huh. Freak T.E. Sam. They said, uh, we hate our jobs legitimate. That is true. Unless we work for ourselves. Yes. Because, you know, when it comes to most jobs, you know, you got to talk to people all the time. Right, being mm-hmm. working in the uh, restaurant industry was probably the biggest thing that proved to me yeah. that I am an introvert. Yeah, right. Because I was like, oh my goodness! All first, well, that, an introvert, and then also an empath, and taking on a lot of other people's emotions. Because being in, you know, in that, in that, anything in the service industry, you know, you're around so many people. People are coming, they're going. You're flipping tables. You got a whole new family in front of you every 20 minutes, that is a lot, you know? And then it's just like, ah, oh, I don't want to deal, I don't want to talk, I don't want to smile. I'm not even in a bad mood. I just yeah, don't yeah. want to do all of that. It takes a lot of energy, you know? Yeah, it kind of goes back to that, just living in a extroverted 
society. Yeah, that's why it's good for introverts to seek the things that we love. You know, if you love to paint, paint, find out a way to make that your career. Yeah. If you love to write, write, find out a way to make that your career. Yeah. You know, this extrovert society will actually have you thinking that the things that you really love to do are impossible to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not. that's not true. You know, you can write books, you can paint, you can do these things and be successful at them. Just don't give up for somebody else's dream because you will, you're going to work for somebody's dream, mm-hmm. either yours or somebody else's. Yeah. I like this one, too. It's from at Jazzy underscore 22, mm-hmm. hey, at Jazzy underscore 22. <laughs> uh, she posted, feeling like people disrupt your thoughts. Introverts explain. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I really feel yeah. disrespected when I'm just, and it's, it's crazy that I feel, would feel disrespected. Well, it's not crazy. It, it, it's introverted, right? That I'm in the middle of thought, like I'm trying to come up with something or I'm in the middle of thinking about something, and somebody just walks up and like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, you're yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> you don't see me in my mind right now. <laughs> you can yeah. notice that my thoughts are more important than your words. Yeah. You know, it's a weird feeling. That's so funny. You know what? My little sister, <laughs> she laughs. Now she laughs at me all the time because I'll be in a thought process, right, and she'll start talking to me, and I'll be like, oh, you know, I'll say, oh, okay. Or if I don't hear her, I'll be like, oh, can you say that again? And then she'll say it again, and I'm still not listening. And then I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, let me finish my thought, and then we yeah. can talk. And she'll be like, well, why didn't you just say that in the first place? I'm like, because I really wanted to listen, but – I was thinking about something, you know? So I, I definitely, uh, I can relate to that one, being in my thought process. And I'm like, all right, yeah, hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me work through it real quick. My thoughts are more important. Sorry. <laughs> and it, and it, it's, it's like yeah, we're, you got to realize when, we're, when introverts think of things, we're really putting things together. Yeah. And you so are a lot going breaking on. the cipher yeah. of us putting things together. Yeah. You know? Uh, at B Chapel, just hey, I love y'all. Ah, we love you too. <laughs> oh, man. Appreciate you, appreciate yes. you. You know, what you see any other good ones? There's uh, okay, at Sammy underscore Keys. Uh huh. I want to meet new people, but I always introduce myself awkwardly. Yeah. That happened to me just the other day. <laughs> it's it's hard because I'm like, oh man, I don't want to be awkward, but. But it's awkward. But it's very awkward. Yeah. Not that I don't like meeting new people. It's just like, oh, I don't know you. I don't know what to say. Yeah, and you yeah. got to make up all this stuff. Right. You know? And first, we like the people that we know already. Yeah. You know? And we're trying to really figure out if we still like them. <laughs> so trying to meet new people could be a side effect of us realizing that we don't like them. <laughs> but then we don't. You know, we feel like little kids again. Yeah. Back in school, we get that yeah. flashback, like, oh, here we go. Hey, what's your name? Would you like to play with me? Yeah. You know that, oh, leave me alone. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. There's some really awesome There's some really good tweets. We appreciate everybody who is listening right now. If you are calling in, press 1. Uh, somebody wants to talk, to talk, I think. Okay, all right. What do you want to say? Yes. All right, caller zero two two two. Are you on the line? Live on air with us. Hello, this is Jasmine. Jasmine, how are you tonight? Good. How are you? We're doing very well. That's good. Um, so I've been listening from the beginning, and 
Uh, I just love you guys' tweets. I'm always retweeting. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was, um, when you were talking about balance, and Mm -hmm. uh, I know the other girl, I think her name was Aria, when she was talking about relationships, um, I was just curious. I had a question just as far as, like, Mm -hmm. two introverts. When do you all say that two introverts being together can become, can you know, kind of collide because, of course, as us being introverts, we're really analytical and observant and we're really deep in thought. You know, how mm-hmm. can that, when does that become more so of a negative, you know, with uh, two introverts being alike and um, right. if we are comfortable with each other, of course, we're going to mm-hmm. um, develop a relationship and eventually we'll, um you know, uh, voice our thoughts or opinions. But mm-hmm. if we're both really strong about how we feel about certain things, could you say that sometimes <laughs> it could be a collision? And you know, like, um, I have a couple of things yeah. <laughs> to say about that. Uh, the first one where I can say that gets to be a little bit of a, you know, of a where there's a downside to it is that because, you know, both introverts are very uh, secure in, in you know, having their alone time and kind of taking a step back from the world, uh, and then they find that person, you know, that they can do that together with, uh, I think mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of other people look at that and they're like, oh, wow, they're always around each other or they're always mm-hmm. just with each other. And I think that it can get to a point, you know, where they together, I mean, yeah, together they kind of seclude themselves. Uh, I don't think to introverts or to the people in that relationship it may look like a problem, but to other people I think that is where a downside which kind of comes in, which can become a problem Uh Another thing, another thing is that we are super observant individuals. Mm -hmm. We notice things before Mm -hmm. you do them yourself. And two introverts together are always noticing little things. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. and that could become a problem. You're always pointing out what somebody's doing. You know, it's like, why are you walking more with your right leg? (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Leave me alone. Yeah. You know? And we're just saying that as a small example, but yeah. like, you know, on a bigger mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it creates a, it creates a kind of a trust issue. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. uh, that observation, mm-hmm. that observant mind creates trust issues mm-hmm. for itself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. a natural thing that happens with anybody, but then definitely with, with introverts, introverts yeah. because we we are already people who really live inside of our minds, which can be, you know, a detrimental thing at times. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Did that help? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more questions you would like to ask? Um. That that's pretty much it. I was just curious about that because, um, of course you know, like even math, two negatives can equal the difference, and I mean a, right. a positive. So I mean, I was just mm-hmm. curious to how that could, um, how it could be a negative. Just two introverts. You know, we're both very analytical and, um, you know, like you said, we're very intimate with ourselves and our emotions. And then would you say that a lot of introverts are empaths or, um, 
Like, I mean, it goes hand in hand, or yeah, what would you yeah. Say? I mean, I you don't. I mean, it's not a hundred percent where it's like if you are an introvert, then you are an empath as well. But I do think that okay. they definitely go hand in hand. Uh, there are a lot of similarities. There are a lot of things where you can take the word introvert out and put empath in there, and it would be the exact same thing. It's mainly it's mainly because once you start fine-tuning yeah. your aura, that's what being an introvert does. It, yeah. it fine-tunes your inner being. Yeah. And that makes it more sensitive to outer force, yeah. outer stimuli. And that's why the two terms are so intermingled, because once your aura is sensitive like that, it starts picking up on mm-hmm. other people's aura a lot easily, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank mm-hmm. you guys. That's it. You are Much so love. very welcome. Thank you, Jasmine. Oh man. All right. We only have a couple of more minutes. We here. do. That was nice of it. Yes. We need a couple more tweets. Um, I know. I didn't. You know what? I knew that it was gonna be. Yeah, popular. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I didn't think to well, make have it have longer. <laughs> this is the introvert show. I know. We know about different things. Oh man. Do you see any more uh, tweets that we want to uh, give shout outs to before we uh, get into our last song? Um. You know, well, uh, there is one that I like that I'm definitely guilty of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to say this one. Hmm. Okay, at simply T-L-A-I-N-E-J. T-Lane? T-Lane? T-Lane J? Tracy E-J. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. When asked what's wrong, we'll write a letter or a long text to explain. Mm. That one is definitely me. I think as introverts, we get, uh, I don't know, like to have to speak makes us, I don't know if it makes us nervous or it's just better when, I don't know, when we start to talk, it's like words come out all simple. Y'all hear me talk and I... <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, I stutter and stuff like that. Yeah. I think for for introverts, that is something that um, comes a lot more naturally to us, writing and expressing our feelings that way in more, I don't know, artistic ways than actually speaking. So I thought that one was a really, really good one. Yeah. yeah. I like this one. Um, at Weasel Bit. Mm-hmm. Weasel Bit. At Weasel Bit. Right? He put hashtag introverts explain overthink until head is splitting. Yeah. We do that. We really will look at something and like completely overthink. Yeah. You know? And we will it will bother us all day. We'll just like have it in our head. We can't get it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that comes from just that observant mind and from just being thinkers. Mm-hmm. We can we we can and it happens with anything. Like, we could be researching something. Like, wow, that just blew my mind. You <laughs> walk around really thinking about it. Like, yeah. oh, my God, the world is changing because yeah. of this thought in my head now, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, we are I right think there. overall with this, you know, with this show or what tonight has uh, 
taught me and that even in the greatness of being an introvert, mm-hmm. that uh, kind of going back to that message of balancing ourselves out and it's okay to come out of our thoughts for a moment, you know. It's mm-hmm. okay to not overthink all the time. It's okay to, you know, go out and be with friends. But as long as it is, you know, in 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 respecting ourselves and our environment, that mm-hmm. it is great to find the balance of doing those things so that we don't, you know, just go live in a cave somewhere. <laughs> That's probably what all of us would like to do. Uh, yeah, I think there there are there is something healthy about finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this tweet. Um, it says at Eastla underscore seventy eight. You put. I'm actually surprised that people are calling. Oh my goodness! Show. I was thinking the same thing. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, we've got a group of introverts. They are not going to call and talk. But you guys know, introverts <laughs> like talking about topics that we're that, that are interested. Yeah. Interest yeah. us. You know, stepping out there to get live on air, that's a bold move. I know. I'm pretty sure our callers tonight had to step out of their shells to do so, but we appreciate you guys yes. for uh, calling in, tuning in tonight. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up with that. I think so. Yeah. Uh, should we give any sound, uh, announcements? Yes. Um, Saturday Night Voice. Yes, that's what I was going to say. We have an open mic show coming up. Saturday Night Voice. Yes. Um, that's really great. We've been, you know, really wanting to get back into, like, the poetry and the music and providing an outlet for people to share those things that they love, share their talents. Yep. Um, so that is going to premiere January 9th. Yes. Uh, we will have that first show beginning of the year. So if you will have music and you want to play it on there, if you want to call in and perform live on that show. Yes, poetry. Uh, register in advance. It's $25 to register a song or performance. And we will have a cash prize according to how many people sign up. Yes. yes. Yeah, and we'll be doing that every week, every Saturday night, right here yep. on Ponder Books and, and Radio.com. Radio. Yeah. Like that. Super excited. Oh, it's all like harmonized. Harmonized. No, harmonized. something? Okay. <laughs> Only on Saturday night voices will. I'm not going to hurt those years. I might do some poetry or something. Oh, yeah. oh you're pretty good at that. Yeah, it's like, I just see we got it. Here comes the sun.